0: Welcome in to OutKick The Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you had fantastic weekends. You may have noticed, you may not have noticed. Who knows what you've noticed. I was uh, not on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with OutKick The Show because I was down in Mexico. Had an incredible time down there. I took four flights because we had to bump it from last week. So I went through Houston. Of the four flights that I took, three of those flights completely full. All right, perfect weather down in Mexico had a phenomenal time. But I want to ask a question and, make, and, and have everybody kind of sit around out there and think about it. If you can sit on a crowded airplane for a multi-hour flight next to strangers as my entire airplane were, was doing for three out of the four flights completely full Why can't you go watch sports if you so desire and sit next to a stranger outdoors? Why can't every school in America be open if you can travel all over this country and even out of this country at your choice? Just an idea for you all to think about. Again, three out of four of my flights were full. Houston to Cancun Cancun to Houston Houston to Nashville all of those flights full strangers sitting next to each other no open seat Southwest Airlines no first class seating or anything like that everybody rolling together old school Greyhound bus style in the Southwest Airlines if you can do that why isn't everything completely wide open for those who would choose to make that decision. By the way, some good news out there which you probably won't hear very many places outside of OutKick. Lowest number of COVID cases now going all the way back to July the 6th. Uh, Lowest number of cases of COVID going all the way back to July the 6th as we now are in March. That is what, like a nine-month low? April, May, June, July, eight-month low. Uh, So some positive news there. Uh, Right out of the top, we're going to have a big event. First really big event that we have had in a bar in a long time on March the 19th that's the opening Friday of the NCAA tournament about what if 13 days, 12 days, whatever it is from now what's today's date? Uh, Well March 1st so I guess it's 18 days from now 18 days from now on March the 19th downtown Nashville we can't have a completely full bar I think we're going to fill it up with hundreds of you able to come watch our new show debut Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, Paul Kaharski March the 19th in downtown Nashville If you want to be there the only way to guarantee yourself a spot is to go sign up at outkick.com VIP We're doing a live show we're going to have drink specials and then we're hanging out and watching the NCAA tournament so if you want to be there the only way to guarantee that you can be there is to become an OutKick VIP sign up at OutKick.com VIP that's OutKick.com VIP alright a bunch of stories to get into here uh, JJ Watt has signed with Arizona earlier today there were rumors that J.J. Watt had posted on Peloton that three teams, Green Bay, Buffalo, and also the Browns were finalists. Instead, he said he doesn't even have a bike, swinging a miss there by the NFL media, and he announces himself as the source that he's going to Arizona, signing a two-year, $31 million contract with Arizona. What do we think about the Cardinals making a big move and going and grabbing J.J. Watt A couple of things. First of all, this is a really talented division when it comes to quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, uh, and Kyler Murray among others. Plus, at times, it has looked like Jimmy Garoppolo is really outstanding as well. Strong argument, I believe, that the best quarterbacks in all of football right now are in the NFC West so in theory Arizona getting a rush defensive end who if healthy can put pressure on Goff on, sorry, on Stafford on uh, on, uh, Russell Wilson and on Jimmy Garoppolo that could make a lot of sense so I understand why Arizona is making this move they're also still somewhat of a young team they may well feel as if they need a leader on the defensive side of the ball that can be a difference maker as well Uh, $31 million feels a bit steep I believe $21 million-ish of that is guaranteed Uh, so uh, it's a big wager by the Arizona Cardinals that they are going to get a healthy J.J. Watt remember in the last five years J.J. Watt has only finished two of the last five seasons when he's been on the field he has however been very productive so the J.J. Watt free agency drama is complete And Watt is going to join the Cardinals. surprises me a bit. I thought there was a decent chance that he might go to the Green Bay Packers and also take less money to go play with uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers where his brothers play. Now, to me, and and look, I, I understand the argument of you should always maximize the money that you can make. I don't think the Arizona Cardinals are in the mix to be a Super Bowl contending team. I don't think the Arizona Cardinals are in the mix to be a conference title contending team. I'm not even sure that the Arizona Cardinals are going to be able to defend uh, or compete to win the championship in the NFC West. If you have been grinding as hard as J.J. Watt has and you have never even advanced to a conference championship game he's played in two I believe divisional champion divisional round playoff games with the Houston Texans I might be willing to take a little bit less money and go play for a team where I felt like I could win a championship but that is not the case. J.J. Watt apparently taking the most money on the table and taking his talents to Arizona. This to me, big storyline. This is the biggest story that I think was dishonestly told by the media in general as it pertains to COVID right now. And that is The idea that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo somehow has been the patron saint of the Corona Bros out there. Now, Andrew Cuomo has got two different women who have accused him of sexual harassment unlike the Senate Judiciary Committee Democrats who said that meant that Brett Kavanaugh was disallowed from ever being a Supreme Court Justice. I believe that Andrew Cuomo deserves the right to defend himself. I think that we need due process. We don't need to just automatically hashtag believe all women and I'm saying that as someone who is being consistent whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. That's the rule that the the, the courts have put in place. It's the rule that should apply here. But facts matter. And at this point in time as we enter into March of 2021 we now have a full year's worth of data out there about Andrew Cuomo and New York and what has been sold to us as Andrew Cuomo as some sort of COVID hero is in fact a lie unsupported by any evidence of factual basis whatsoever. In fact, Andrew Cuomo has done the worst job in the United States from a death perspective and one of the worst jobs from an employment perspective. New York, deaths per million of the population 2,459. Comparing New York with the other big states Texas is at 1,520 Florida is at 1,437 California is at 1,321 So Texas, Florida, and California very similar New York not so. Question What has been gained by shutting down the country in any way? The answer is nothing. New York ranks right now as the worst performing if it were a country New York would be the highest death rate in the world. Let me repeat that. Not only has Andrew Cuomo done a poor job if New York were a country right now it would have the highest rate of death anywhere in the world. And for people out there who are saying well that's because of what happened last year actually right now New York has the highest rate of COVID infection I should say the highest number of current COVID tests uh, infection rate on Sunday New York was number one in the nation. So over a year basically after the outbreak began in New York City New York is still as a state the worst impacted COVID region in the world and still the worst in the United States. And some people out there say well if you don't shut down then you're going to have the death rate go through the roof. Well actually New York has shut down the death rate has still gone through the roof and also their unemployment rate has been awful. Florida, these are the four biggest states in the United States. Florida 6.1% unemployment rate most recently. Texas 7.2%. New York 8.2%. California all the way up at 9%. The reason why I bring this up for a year now the media has been peddling a false bill of goods to you that, new, uh, that, that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has in some way done an awful job of managing COVID. The reality is this of all of the major state governors Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has done the best job of limiting the death rate particularly when you consider how much of the population of Florida is elderly much more so than in New York, California, or Texas. And also simultaneously keeping the economy rolling 6.1% unemployment rate compared to California at 9%. There are major health concerns associated with high rates of unemployment so the overall performance of any governor if you want to study it should have been to keep the death rate low and also keep the unemployment rate low. The big state governor that did the best job contrary to all of the negative talk that you heard Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis based on the data this is not opinion this is fact-based Florida Governor Ron DeSantis of all the big state governors did a better job of responding to COVID than anyone. You can go read my article up at outkick.com breaking it down the media failed in their reports to you about the best way to respond to COVID. The Florida model worked. The New York model completely and totally failed. Go read that article. Asked a good question and I'm going to put up a uh, I'm going to put up a poll question on this. Tiger Woods in the wake of the PGA Championship uh, this past weekend where everybody was re- a PGA Tournament uh, the golf championship where everybody was wearing their red shirts and their black slacks in honor of Tiger Woods it's amazing the trajectory of Tiger Woods' career but I would argue to you that the two most popular athletes in America today and I don't think there is a third most popular are Tiger Woods and Patrick Mahomes and I actually think that Tiger Woods is by far the most popular out there anywhere in all of American pro sports right now That is I'm going to ask that poll question and discuss it some on the show tomorrow but the reaction to Tiger Woods I think makes him the most popular athlete in America right now today. Uh, Drew Brees coming back. By the way, other potential popular athletes I'll discuss this on the radio show tomorrow. Major League Baseball really doesn't have anyone probably Mike Trout maybe Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, but there aren't really Mookie Betts players that are cutting through the noise Aaron Judge I guess Uh, None of those guys compare. Uh, LeBron James is not the most popular NBA player. That is Steph Curry. Anyone who has ever coached young kids in basketball knows exactly what I'm talking about. In fact, I'm going to watch basketball tournament action with my 10-year-old tonight. Nobody in hockey cuts through the noise. I think Serena in tennis and probably Phelps in uh, swimming but those sports are so niche that there's no way to really cut through. Michael Jordan remains the most popular athlete in America even though he has been retired for a long time. But I think it's Tiger Woods one. I think it's Patrick Mahomes two. Tom Brady's still very controversial for many people although I think this most recent Super Bowl and also going to Tampa has started to make him a bit more beloved. Uh, But I would say right now it's either Tiger Woods or it is Patrick Mahomes. Jeremy Lynn came out. Jeremy Lin plays in the G League and Jeremy Lin came out if you guys didn't see this and said that uh, he had been called coronavirus on the court. Uh, Jeremy Lin of Chinese uh, origin and and so he was then asked about who had said this as a part of the investigation and no one he said he wasn't going to name names which I think is the right move You don't want guys narking on each other for what's said on the basketball court but I do think it's absolutely the height of absurdity that the Social Justice Warrior League NBA uh, has guys who are calling Jeremy Lin coronavirus on the court if you had any sort of similar uh, insult that was levied against anybody else this would be a major story. I think the NBA is constantly investigating white dudes Uh, for what they might have said that was inappropriate although you remember when Montrez Harrell called Luka Doncic a bitch-ass white boy and insulted him uh, there was no punishment at all for Montrez Harrell whereas if Luka Doncic had said something similar to Montrez Harrell he would probably get suspended for the year from the NBA he might not be able to come back and play he might have to go play in Europe uh, in the meantime uh, because we don't have an even application of justice in the world of sports or social media right now. Speaking of which LeBron, did you see this? Uh, Zlatan, I guess I might be mispronouncing his name I'm not a soccer expert said that he didn't think LeBron was that well educated in issues and he didn't think that uh, that athletes should be speaking out on sports related issues in a substantial way. Um, and uh, and so LeBron said he was willing to take a stand even if uh, even if other people weren't and this is, this is where I think the sports media fails on a massive level. If LeBron is going to be patting himself on the back for all of the justice that he does and provides in the world and how he's willing to take a stand shouldn't the immediate follow-up from anyone that was actually being honest about the way they cover the media uh, and the way they cover athletes have been, well, LeBron, to be fair you did shut up and dribble for China and you haven't in any way condemned the fact that your products are made with slave labor in concentration camps and that the NBA is cashing billions of dollars in checks from a country that the United States government says is committing genocide against the Muslim Uyghur population. If you want to step into the arena of being a political commentator as well as an athlete then you should be held to the standard of political commentation which is your hypocrisy should be questioned and called out. So if you're up there making social justice warrior statements and arguing that you're always going to be willing to take a stand shouldn't you take a stand and actually I don't know condemn genocide? Shouldn't you stand up to the modern day version of the Nazis which exist in China today? And by the way this is not just LeBron I also believe that everybody in the United States government should be standing up to China Democrat, Republican, Independent and in terms of its intersection with the world of sports I think we should refuse to go to China to participate in the Beijing Winter Olympics in 2022 Canada has already voted against it I think our politicians should do the same and we should throw our own Winter Olympics version in either the United States or Canada and invite all of the countries that embrace democracy around the world to join us in that celebration of the Winter Olympics Uh, whatever version of it we have to call it. Finally there's a controversy out there over internships Uh, because somebody posted a link to an internship opportunity I think her name is Jane Slater at the NFL Network and it has turned into a monster, of course blue checkmark brigade battle look, if you want to be an intern because you love a particular profession you should do it, All right. I think that too many kids today are focused on what money they are going to make as opposed to what money they can make in the future. This is big advice for me, all right? I'm going to talk about this on my radio show tomorrow uh, just so you know. If you are interested in a profession and it is an extremely competitive profession, then you may have to take slim to no payment in order to do it. This is common in politics. I did it in media. And people out there were like, well, that's not available to everybody. I disagree. I disagree. I worked in unpaid internships while also working. If you truly want to do something that is different than the job that you have right now you probably aren't going to get paid very much for it. I wrote for years for no money to build up to the point where I was able to make $100 a week. I am rich now because I invested in myself and didn't demand a lot of pay when I wasn't worth the pay. Okay? There are a lot of kids coming out of school today that are incredibly entitled at the age of 22 or 23 years old. You aren't worth very much, trust me, at 22 or 23 years old. You have to be managed. You have to be taught. I don't even want a personal assistant working with me on a day-to-day basis because of the amount of time it will take me to train a personal assistant to work with me now for all of the things that I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. And so I think as you break down this scenario this idea that if you get an internship you're not able to do anything else is just not true. I fundamentally believe if you want something you have to work incredibly hard to get it particularly if it is in an incredibly competitive field because early on you're not going to get paid anything. I worked for years writing while also practicing law full-time. When I was younger I had internships while also having full-time jobs as well. If you are not willing to work 80 or 100 hours a week when you are young you probably are not going to be successful in a highly competitive field period. People don't want to hear that. They think oh I'm going to have this great work-life balance not if you're in a competitive field and not if you want to dominate. I still work 80 or 100 hours a week and I have for decades. Guess what? If you want to succeed in life Unless you were born already wealthy you're probably going to have to do the same. Pretending otherwise is not in any way helpful. It's just further coddling of all the young people out there who don't understand what it takes to truly get ahead. I appreciate all of you. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. My name is Clay Travis. Go sign up for the Outkick VIP big event on March 19th in downtown Nashville. Can't wait for it. March 15th, Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow and Paul Kaharski's new show launches as a part of the over-the-top OutKick network. I cannot wait for it. Go sign up today at OutKick.com VIP. This has been OutKick, the show.